And we started. <clears throat> Word. No coffee, but let's get it started. Really? You want to hit this? I'm not. I'm just going to go raw dog it. Dogs are on the pod. I know. First first time ever. Was it first time? Well, that uh, would be yeah. unusual, too. They've been, like, here. And they've been a part of They've the been auditorily here before. Yeah. On the first one, weren't they barking too in your backyard? Maybe. That would have been really early on. Almost like a year ago. And some change. This is our first visual, which is really exciting. So, like, it's we're definitely doing a test run, but super excited to even have it going. So it's definitely new, different. We are in episode 91, which is, like, ridiculous. This is, like, a whole new step, adding the video, so. We're going to be playing with it each podcast now, so. Um, yeah, this is the first one, episode 91, the first time we had video, which is crazy because <coughs> there's so many episodes, and this is the first one with visual, like, much easier, as people know, to mark. Well, it's not the first first. Yeah, technically, but... This is the first one that, like, will likely be used. Yeah. Like, in the grand scheme of things, we'll probably say, like, yeah, this is the first time. Because the other time was, like, it was a test run. But this one's actually, like, all right, we're going to be using this footage. Right. So, check us out on multiple platforms. It'll be on more platforms than, like, we'll probably know as of right now. Yeah, we're going to bring MySpace back, and we're going to put it on MySpace, too. Probably put it on Twitter, pay $8 a month to put it on Twitter. Yeah, what's up with that? I I have only heard, like, vague details about that. Yeah, people do not like it. I guess we'll start off with the Twitter segment. So, like, uh, as everyone knows, we haven't spoken about it because we haven't recorded in a while, but Elon did buy Twitter. It did go through. Uh I think he bought it at whatever per share, but now he's trying to figure out a way to like revamp the Twitter as a whole to actually make it into a profitable business. And part of that he thinks will have to do with charging people seven ninety nine a month to pay for Twitter to get some like things that people who are, are that verified users already get. So you'd be able to like be the first one in comments, like be able to post like longer form videos, like forty-two minute long videos, so a podcast can go on it. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's gonna be like a, definitely a new platform. He's trying to get creators to come to Twitter because, like, we've had this conversation. Like, actually, it's funny we had this conversation about Twitter like months ago, almost a year ago now. Where we were like, Twitter doesn't have a way for the business to be profitable. It has to sell your data. That's the only way that. Twitter makes money. So pretty yeah. much we are the product. So what that causes is like a shittier business because advertisers are just like prioritizing our views and our data. As opposed to if we're paying seven ninety nine, then uh then we are the pro then like we're buying a service. So they have to like pay attention to us. But as of right now it's like we are the service. Right. Um can you still post if you don't pay? Yeah. So you still have all the same things with Twitter normally that, like, my life or your life won't change any. But yeah. it's going to really change for, like, large creators, influencers, people who already have check marks. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. 
And I heard, isn't there like going to be a sort of like a tier system with different colors, like different verification things? Yeah, different ways to be verified. So, yeah, definitely. I don't have it up. I don't have my computer with me. I think there was like a different color for like government people and then like a different color for entertainment people. Yeah. Yeah. Athletes have different colors. I kind of like it. Yeah. I like the idea of it. More structure. Mm -hmm. It's definitely different. Like, I was watching Trevor Noah yesterday talking about it. He was like, and it's true, like, Elon's pretty much trying to say, like, we should all have free speech. and We need an app where, like, we can use free speech. But, yes, when someone does talk about free speech, they're talking about what they deem as free speech. And anything outside of that is, like, something that you want to control. So, like, people are tweeting out, like, horrible things or tweeting out stuff, and Elon's like, oh, why can't anyone take a joke? Like, you should be able to take a joke. And then when people, after Twitter Blue is announced, like, you can create your own username and be somebody else who has a check mark. Yeah. So people were making Elon Musk Twitter accounts. Yeah, and he banned them, and didn't them. Yeah, and he's banning them. So it's like, all right, now it's not funny anymore because it's <laughs> like about you. So, like, I definitely understand it. I think that, ridiculously, people are trying to burn him at the stake, like, He's not perfect. Like, his decisions aren't going to be perfect, but people want him to be, like, every single thing you have to say has to be right, you know? So, I'm interested. I'm curious what it's going to be like. I think it's going to blow up, though. I think that, in a good way, I think people will start using. Yeah. I saw saw Kathy Griffin got banned because she switched her username to Elon Musk. Really? Yeah. Yep. So... Yeah, we'll see. Maybe it wasn't the best idea to just allow people to just create whatever username they wanted because now, like, stupid things like that happen. But yeah, um, hopefully, we can figure it out. I would love if we can be all verified on the internet. Yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, well, wait, why? Because <laughs> I would love if we can go to a place where, like, you are a verified user, verified human being. Yeah, but is that the only requirement for verification on this now is just the payment, like the monthly payment? Yeah, I think, well, there's other verifications. I think it's the monthly payment. You have to have is there like, an ID thing. Like there's something like that or like or you have to have a linked email account, which is like people can always get. But you have to be a person. That's pretty much what they're trying to say is that like because right now a lot of what Twitter users are are bots. Yeah. So like, People do have brought up that like, like minutes after Elon was announced as the new owner, he like racial slurs went up by like five hundred percent on the app, and there were like fifty thousand tweets tweeted that day that he came into like Twitter, and it was only from three hundred bots. So three hundred bots tweeted out fifty thousand tweets like using the n-word and that's what caused like that to happen but people were were saying that like oh this is because elon's here now so now all these people believe this just because they're seeing tweets so like we could verify that like there's human beings on the app then Mm. i think that'd be great was that like a was that like a misstep in the coding or have you always been able to write racial slurs on twitter so, you have been able to, but they just get banned, like, immediately or, like, taken uh, down. Okay. But it was, like, people were trying or, like, these bots were mobilized once Elon was put right. 
once Elon bought Twitter. So, yeah, it's definitely a, it's not easy, but I think yeah. it's better than a lot of what else we're doing. Like I, one of the and the thing is, is like that's not the only reason for him to buy Twitter. Like there's other reasons. He does have a good point where like the U.S. does not have an app like WeChat that China yeah. has. And that's what he was he was WeChat. looking to try and do is to create a WeChat. That is crazy. You can do everything. People who don't know WeChat, an app like a lot of I know specifically in China they use it. I'm not sure how popular it is everywhere else, but it's an app that pretty much allows you to do everything. It has your bank account. Uh, it has like your address. It's a food service delivery app. Like it's a ride sharing app, all on one place. You message on it. You call on it, and it's just on one app. Whereas over here we have like 50 apps to do. Yeah. Every single individual thing. So. Yeah, hopefully that we can see something else like that happen with Twitter. Maybe it would be a place, a good place for people to do podcasts on it. Like, if it's supposed to be an information hub, so. And they needed a sink apparently, and he brought he brought a sink yeah, to the office. Yeah, he brought everything in the sink. Which is like, I think it'll be funny. He did lay off a lot of people though. A lot of people say it's like fifty to seventy five percent will get laid off. Damn. So. And honestly, I don't know. You're working for a company that's like is software as a service and yeah. you have like 200,000 employees and shit like mm. a bunch of people just sitting around in the office like <clears throat> I feel like he likes to work in smaller teams. Yeah. Too. And pushing that team like he wants to get people who are only A plus like yeah. or A people. Um Somebody who can go above and beyond, like work long hours. Yeah. Like, Stupid smart. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's going to happen again with Twitter, just like his other jobs, like other ventures, like SpaceX and Tesla. So if he can do what he did with those two things, I think we'll have a pretty decent app. Yeah, it's interesting. I like didn't. I thought he was just going to buy it just because like, fuck it. But I didn't know he was going to, like, revamp it. Oh, yeah. He's going to change it a lot. The thing is, it's been the same way for, like, however long. And there are some quality of life things that he is right about, like the character limit. Like, I do think the character limit is good, but I think it should be able to bring you to somewhere else where you can read someone's full post. Like, people are taking screenshots of their notes and then posting that to Twitter. Like, Like, that doesn't make any sense. How so, many characters is it? 150? Something 240 maybe. Uh, it went up. I think it was it used to be like 120 and then they put it to 240 and then well, they tried it. I don't know. But Remember Yik Yak? Yeah, I remember Yik Yak. What's up with Yik Yak? <laughs> I couldn't get popping on Yik Yak. But I got a few good ones. I couldn't do it. Um, but he's trying to bring Vine back too on there, which was the original TikTok. Yeah. Which is funny because like Back then, it's weird how, like, we don't know what's going to be the next big thing, even if that thing came up. So, like, literally Vine came up, and then people were using it, and it was popular. But for some reason, Twitter was just like, all right, cancel it. But it probably would have been their most popular, like, uh, Vine would have been more popular than Twitter if Twitter let Vine grow. Yeah. At some point, Vine would have been much bigger. It would have been more like TikTok. They definitely should have like merged. I feel like because six seconds is like a good thing to be like scrolling exactly. on Twitter. Like you, it's a good like form of media that you can 
just scroll exactly through. you could see they could have put the tweets and the vines yeah like the thing is they just got vine rid of vine completely which didn't make sense to me because i'm like it's so popular what right? did twitter do that yeah or... twitter bought vine oh and really they shut down vine yeah i didn't know that years ago so this was like i knew it shut down but i didn't know it was like by twitter I yeah twitter was... shut it down yeah so oh, i don't yeah. i don't know why they did but they did that's weird i thought it was like uh <laughs> my ignorant uh mind i thought it i must have heard someone say like it had to do with china and i was like oh yeah china should yeah. find down china does it again yeah because i, I must say because china has a whatever affiliation with tiktok mm-hmm. so i thought china was shut down vine so in TikTok order so tiktok great. would take over yeah tiktok is pretty good yeah like, I'm never gonna lie, it's pretty good. Yeah. I still don't go on it. It's good. Yeah. TikTok is like probably the most powerful algorithm. Yeah. For like, sure. Yeah. It's so easy to just like do 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 do. Do do ten hours. I know do do ten hours a week just TikTok. Damn. That's a lot. I'll stick to some Instagram shorts. Yeah, it's easy too. Um, it's yeah, it's been a while. It's crazy. It's been so long that like we have so much to talk about. Yeah, this is, should be like a really big pod. So, um, there was a fuck. There was something else. You keep talking. I, I want to talk about the freaking. <laughs> so, all right, we had some Twitter news. Let's go into some AI news or AI stuff. We haven't touched on anything AI. We this is just should be a quicker one, but we had the evolution of man. So I'm pretty sure it is some derivative of GTP three, which was the AI that we've followed on this podcast since like damn near its inception. And there's been more iterations from other people who take that program and they use use its predictive model to create something else so a lot of times people will see on like in the news tv wherever that someone is able to take their words and turn them into art so you can tell the ai like sunny room with dogs in it and the ai will try to create a picture of what it thinks a sunny room with dogs in it looks like so the So the um, the AI have gotten to the point now where they just create ridiculous predictions. And one of them that have been asked were the evolution of man. So the video is ridiculous. I'm sure that we could pull it up and see it somewhere or maybe a link or something. But um, it's crazy that it shows the literal, like, starting with a monkey and then evolving. You see, like something that could be resemble us today with phones. And then it's just like a very ridiculous visual like spectacle. It's cool. Yeah. It looks really cool. Yeah. It's, it's just ridiculous. Um, so I don't know how these AI will be, but in the future, but I, one thing I can say is that like, it definitely will change how we create art, how we create videos, how movies are like, I don't even know. I was thinking late last night, like, what if you could do, like, a maybe, like, a 3D movie set with pieces that are created by an AI? 
Um, Damn. And then put people in that, on that set. And to put, create like worlds that are way more complicated than we can right now, but a lot faster. So it's kind of cool. Have you seen the AI generated like stand up stuff? No. Uh, I got to show you that. I can't remember any of the jokes. Any of but the jokes they said? Yeah. Were they like, because sometimes the thing about the AI is like, it it's like almost there. It's kind of like talking to a crazy person. Yeah, like, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, because they're like, well, it's because it's like it's not human. So no. and some humor is very human. Yeah. And it like requires human uh, experience to like understand it fully. So some of the jokes are like, oh, OK, like yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. It's like that kind of makes sense. But or like they'll say things that like it's like you'll be listening and then you'll be like, wait, like it's not saying anything. But it's like, yeah. That might not be the case with the one you're talking about, but like sometimes that is the case where it's like, it's just saying like words that work, that sound good together, but yeah. they just like don't make sense. They're not a sentence. So that is cool. That's something else that came up. So I want to post that, put that out there. Imagine if there's just like a, like a similar thing um, with the art, but it just creates like a two hour long movie. Yeah. Like, there's, like, the thing is, is that those two things together could do that. Yeah. At some point. Like, as long, the thing is, who knows? It could be something like Vine where, like, somebody's like, all right, no more. Like, we're shutting it down. Yeah. I bought GTP3 and no one else can use it now. And then, like, we don't get that thing for 30 years when it should be, like, 10 years from now. Yeah. I hope people keep playing with it and messing around. It is open source right now. So if you're interested in something like that, you can just go and search it up. Yeah. So that's easy. Or someone could buy it and turn it into an NFT. And then then where is it? Mm-hmm. Then nobody has it. Yeah, so that's another thing. Um, I feel like a lot of shit happened, but I can't So much think stuff of happened. Like, let me think. From the last time <coughs> we had a pod, a lot of a lot of things in the news with the Twitter stuff, the the Kyrie Irving stuff is like something new. Yeah, what was that? I so I, it was weird because the there was the Kanye shit too. Yeah, and they back both to back. they were both anti-Semitic related things. Um, I thought because I saw a headline saying like. Kyrie got suspended because he supports some anti-Semitism stuff. Yeah. But then I heard that, like, he tweeted some anti-Semitic stuff. Yeah. And I thought, so I kind of, I thought it was, like, a link thing where Kanye said some anti-Semitic shit. And then I thought Kyrie was, like, uh, connected with New Balance. Yeah. And so, like, that was just, like, they both got both got got yeah. by that one thing but it seems like they both said anti-semitic shit sort of yeah, so the kanye shit was hilarious kanye like <laughs> kanye actually said some stuff that was like anti-semitic he was uh, literally like which is like it i it makes me question it everything about it kanye i thought initially definitely said something anti-semitic he was he said that uh jews own the media package one no. 
Hey. He said Jews own the media. Yeah. Um, which is like, all right, that's a whole different thing. Which, for me personally, I was like, a lot of the media is owned by the Jews, which is like, okay, like whatever. Um, but still. What Kyrie said, like right on the back of that, because Kanye was just falling apart. Kyrie tweeted out a movie about like Negroes, Negroes to Hebrews. Okay. Which is pretty much that like there's supposed to be a lost. There's a couple four lost tribes of Israel. Yeah. Or like there's four lost tribes of Africa that turned into the Israelites. Mm-hmm. Um. And in that movie, they also were saying that uh, the Holocaust didn't happen. So some people took offense to that and were saying that, like, Kyrie, like, you're pushing this movie, but the movie's saying the Holocaust didn't happen. So you must also believe that anti-Semitic. Yeah. Kyrie retorted by saying that, like, no, like, I'm not anti-Semitic, but we need to understand what these words mean. Semitism. Right. Which, like, I don't know everything about, like, those, this is something that's not necessarily directly in my wheelhouse, but what I do know is that Semitism is pretty much saying, like, oh, the people of Africa. So, and the Jews are saying that they are the people of Africa, pretty much, if you break down the basis of Semitism. Yeah. And Kyrie was saying that he's from one of those tribes, okay. and that it should be known that, like, black people and Hebrews came from the same tribe yeah. of people initially who broke up into like the separate tribes. So he's saying he can't be anti-Semitic because mm-hmm. he is oh, the okay. same, like they're a part of the same group. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of people don't like it. They think that, so the Jews are upset naturally because they think, or they are being attacked. Yeah. Did you, I'm going to play a short clip. Hopefully we can all hear it. Of what Kyrie said? Kanye. Oh, yeah. About the doctor? Do oh, yeah, you hear about this? Kanye was Ah, uh, God damn it. Let's see. You would think that losing every one of his endorsements and business deals would cause him to do some sort of self-reflection, but you would be wrong. A red hat that drove me to a point of exhaustion, which was misdiagnosed by a, I'm not going to say what race, what people... Uh, doctor and what hospital and what media went to. We know I can't say that. It was a Jewish doctor. <laughs> you know I can't say that. He waited for like maybe three seconds. Yeah. And they just <laughs> said it, yeah. There's so much like build up to it. Yeah, uh, I'm not gonna say it. I'm not the gonna ti- say it. like the timing's perfect. <laughs> it was a Jewish doctor. Yeah. Oh man, I don't um, really get like, yeah, that's that's just tough. That's tough. Like, but yeah, so he got dropped from New Balance. Apparently, he showed up to like whatever, like Gap, Gap dropped. Gap, to, yeah, he dropped, He showed up to the Gap headquarters and was like, because he wanted his contract back. Got any spare? Got any spare sponsorships? Yeah, <laughs> I can't. I just don't get it. Like. And he was trying to say that, like, oh, like, I'm bringing up things that 
don't get any notice in that we should talk about. But it's like, all right, well, you go about. I just thought he didn't go about it great. Yeah. Because sometimes he's so crazy and like the mission that he's going for always changes. So it's like, what exactly are you trying to trying to do? Like, right. Who are you trying to help? He's also not well. No. You know, definitely not well. But the black community is upset with the whole Kyrie thing because they're like, a lot of black people don't think that, and I, I can't speak for everyone, but most people that I speak to of color, they're like, um, they don't really know why Kyrie's getting like suspended and he has to, there's like a checklist of six things that he has to do. And one of them's like, he has to meet with uh, like Jewish leaders and like learn about like their mission. He has to take like classes on uh judaism damn yeah so that's uh that's heavy yeah it's not and it's like those are only like two of them or three of them there's like six total i know that um so it's definitely interesting i'm really curious how it's about to play out but a lot of black people are mad because it's like when it comes to and this is just things that i've heard this is just me reiterating people being upset that like that when it comes to the black community, it's like, oh, you got to forgive. You got to forget. Like, that was so long ago. Yeah. You can't really, like, you can't hold people accountable for that. But they get mad. Cause it's, but the black community is mad. Cause it's like when it comes to Jews who do own the me- a lot of the media, a lot yeah. of channels are owned by Jewish people. It's like, you got to remember the Holocaust. Like, we learn about it in school, right. like, for so long. There's a reason why we learn about it. Um People are upset about that, which I get. Like, but I think it's kind of weird. We're all infighting when there's bigger issues. Yeah. Someone brought up that, or I heard somewhere that, like, uh, around election times, like a lot of stories pop up. Yeah. And it's like to distract us. Yeah. Um, and that's like kind of what's happening. Mm-hmm. Seems like. Because, like we said, like, I don't think in the past, like, two weeks, so much shit has been in the news. Mm-hmm. Or at least has gotten to, like, our ears. Yeah. Anti-Semitism. Uh, like, yeah. Um, it's crazy. It's weird, though. It's like they're trying to pin somebody. Like, yeah. They got, like, it's very, that's the thing that is weird about it. Like, Kyrie and, like, Kanye, Kanye completely separate. Very similar names, but, yeah. Yeah. Separate, like, they like, don't even, they don't, they're not, they, they're as close to each other as like adjacent, like rap is to sports and basketball. Yeah. But like outside of that, like I'm sure that they're not like, I've never seen them ever heard them in the same sentence before. No. And think about like the, their whole following. That's got to be such a large group of people. Mm-hmm. So many people. Yeah. Because Kyrie Irving's been on, like, a bunch of teams. He's a great basketball player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Won so, championships, like... I'm sure, like, there are millions of jerseys mm-hmm. out there that people have bought. I almost bought one. And I, like... Yeah, I, haven't I, bought, I haven't bought a jersey in, like, years. Yep. And, um, like, for a successful black men, that's, like, the top... Mm, the top right there. There's not much... Kanye, for, like... Yeah. Very sure. Yeah. Kyrie, too. Like, to even be in the NBA is, like, absurd. 
So it is interesting to see that like those two things happen within like a week span. Um, but yeah, mm. a lot has been going on. Yeah, and I do want to bring it up again. Like, I bring this up not. I always bring this up. I brought up a lot about how the oil and gas industry makes almost $3 billion every day and that we don't know where that money goes for propaganda. It might not go here, but what I'm saying is that like there's a lot of money in this world and a lot of interest in that money. So who knows what it be, it is invested into for propaganda. Yeah. I also noticed that like, there's the whole marketing tactic of like keeping shit at like one ninety nine or two ninety nine to appear like a lower price, mm-hmm. and like the fact that gas prices fluctuate so much, but like they always tend to be right under the like dollar yeah. point. Yeah, it seems weird to me. It seems a little fishy. They just jump to that next dollar sign. Yeah, they probably know that like give me even like sixty or it's like it always ends at a nine. Yeah, because like there is a thing in my like I notice like. If it's at three ninety nine, I'll be like, all right, at least it's not four bucks. Yeah, four bucks a gallon. Mm-hmm. But like when it jumps up to four, I'm like, ah, fuck. Yeah, I'll just like, like sure. I'll wait till tomorrow yeah. or something, see if it goes down. It's good. It's a few cents. If it's at four, like seventeen, it's like, dang, it's four dollars. Like, wow. If it's literally yeah, like, three ninety nine, it's like, oh, okay, that's easy. Then there was also the Powerball. I wonder if that's like the Powerball was rigged. Only one person won. Yeah. It was for like $1.2 billion. I think it's 1.9. I think you are right. I'm pretty sure you're right. Because I think that what I saw was that only one person won it, and they won like 9.3. Like 930. Yeah, yeah. Million. After almost taxes. Almost a billion yeah. dollars. After it's taxes. It's crazy, billion, though. Almost a billion dollars after taxes. My thing is, is there's no way they're giving that to somebody. Yeah, but they can. Do you think how much money's fluctuated through like, cause like, it's all the odds are stacked against us, so they have to be profiting. The thing is, though, is that like, yes, they may be, but do I think that one individual person just won almost a billion dollars? Like, I think that they just offed that person, or they just like said, "Yeah, somebody won it." Maybe. Cause that's a lot. That's enough money. You go change the world tomorrow. Today, you couldn't, like, you're a drug addict today. And then tomorrow, you're like, all right, word. I'm about to just use this. That's a lot of influence. Like, yeah. you could go change, like. Your whole life would change dramatically. And not even, your, even just you. Like, if today I became a billionaire, like, just theoretically. Like, theoretically, this whole area would, like, change. Yeah. Like this, the the town that we're in, like the subsection of Boston, would mm. change. Like this immediate area would change. Yeah. You could buy every house like for sale in the like I don't even know the yeah. immediately like ten miles. I would get out of town like pretty fast. Yeah, I did. I'd probably if you get a billionaire today, where you moving to tomorrow? And how much money mm. am I getting? 
Maybe L.A. I don't know. I'd, I would have to think about that more. Because, like, I would be like, oh, it goes to, like, Cancun someplace, like, yeah. tropical. But, like, you're so removed there. Like, I feel like I wouldn't be able to, like, really live life there. And I still want to do shit. You'd be able to finesse something, though. You'd be able to create a whole life you want. What do you want there? Why wouldn't you be able to do that? What's the issues? Just pay for it. <laughs> Just pay for all of it. Yeah. Uh, like, what could be the issue? What could come up? But you don't have enough friends there? Not enough food? Yeah, and like probably don't speak the language well enough to. Nah, you just go there, bro. <laughs> you just buy the, the language. language. <laughs> yeah, bro. Just hey, buy it all. fucking speak English to me. Here's yeah. twenty bucks. <laughs> or you go there, like, yo, somebody here speaks English. Yeah, and if you don't, this is called imperialism. <laughs> but like, it'll call it gentrification. Yeah. Because my thing is probably how do LA, you stop. Though. How do you stop? Like Hawaii, for example, right? Yeah. Like I think that still to this day, the biggest like real estate entity is uh, what's his name? Uh, Zuckerberg in Hawaii. He owns like the most land. Yeah. And it's like, how do you stop somebody who has that much money from doing something like that? So all that influence and power just in one person, just because they won, scratched a few tickets. Yeah. We should have won. We could get a studio. We could fucking. Man, I'm probably. I don't know what we do. I'd probably become <laughs> like. I wouldn't become Andrew Tate, but I'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> I'd let my head fall. Uh, I found a funny story about Andrew Tate about him freaking. Because one dude's like, they asked him, like, yo, like, what's, what's he really like? You said you went over to his house and you stayed with him for like a little bit. He's like, yeah, like, he goes just like this. He wakes up in the morning, he goes, yeah. Coffee here, work here. And he starts typing on his computer, and he's like, "Women here!" And then women just show up and like sit on his lap, and he just like keeps doing work. And then he's like, "I have to leave," and just gets up and leaves. <laughs> just like gets on a plane. He's like, "No time wasted with the the Tate brothers." What like, the fuck? Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Coffee here. <laughs> women here. I have to go. And gets up and leaves. Okay. And he's just in notes, like being like, I'm strong. Women are I'm weak. Too, yeah. <laughs> hey, somehow they, yo, they made their bread though. Like, they made their money. I haven't looked into him enough. I don't know what no, he, either, I, yeah. I have no idea what he does aside from like, yeah. talking Locking. crazy. Yeah, he used to kickbox or like be a fighter. Mm. And then he, uh, he retired. It was funny, though, because for some reason they have a video of a recording of him when he was younger talking to a girl wearing glasses. He was kind of geeky looking. Yeah. And the girl's like, she's like, yeah, well, I just don't even want to really want to be around you anymore. Like, I want to be around like this guy. Like, he's not like skinny as hell. And like, he has way more going on for him. And then fucking Andrew Tate was like, "That can't be real, bro. That's like his. That's like his turning point. Like for <laughs> where he like snapped and became Andrew Tate. They couldn't have had that on video. That's bro, there's no way that's no, real. They had the video, bro. No, like, he's wearing glasses, bro, and he has the girl right there. I should have sent you the video because I was like, yo, this is evil. Like, but how would they? Story. I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> that is his origin story. Like, oh." 
Like some girl did him dirty, and he's like, "Oh, now I'm gonna, you know." Yo, it was Andrew Tate though, bro. He had glasses on. Like, oh man, I wish that I had I sent you the video because that had me rolling. Like, <laughs> That's like, funny. I want to see that video, yeah. but I, I don't know if I believe. He that. is the thing about it too is like he actually is funny. Like I think that like, yeah, but I'm laughing. I feel like I'm laughing at him. He so he is in on the joke though, like. A lot of times, like, mm-hmm. I think that he's being, like, people are trying to peg him as one thing when, like, a lot of it is just him being, like, kidding. But people take it, like, to heart. Or it's like if yeah. somebody who says something, like, in a mean tone to you but is saying something nice. Like, sometimes people just don't. Even if you're saying something nice. If your tone is, like, down and derogatory, they're not going to like it. Mm. He was bugging on some stuff, though. He said if a yeah. woman has like a high body count, like just put an L on her forehead and like she'd never be allowed to speak again. So I was like, <laughs> maybe not all that. The fuck? Sometimes it's funny. Yeah. Andrew Tate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Deep dive on him. Hey. Try to get <laughs> Start him on. with the video. Yeah, try to get him on. It comes in his Bugatti. Is that how he Bugatti. says it? Bugatti, yeah. My Bugatti. Yeah. What is he? He like fades in and out of like different accents. He's racially ambiguous, but I think he I think he's from Romania. Uh but that's yeah. what he is now. He lives in Romania. That makes sense. But he also tells us about how he even his brother got famous. So like, yo, how'd y'all get famous? And he's like, Yeah, so his brother is like a famous woman. They're Christian? Tate? Maybe Christian. I don't know. Mm. Let's say he's Christian. It may not be, but let's just say it's Christian. He there was a famous uh, news broadcaster, number one in Romania. Yeah. She was in a long-standing relationship, and she ended up having an affair with Christian, the brother. Okay. And that was on, like, national news, and everybody, like, they thought that this guy was just, like, a playboy in Romania. Then they ate off that. So, you know what we Oh, mean? that's their come up. That's great. That's, yeah. uh... <laughs> Yo, such a fucking dirtbag way to come yeah. up. Hey, <laughs> yo, this is what I'm saying, Mike. Who's the number one broadcaster in a, in Boston? Pete Bouchard. We gotta get you in the yeah, room. I'll blow him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pete Bouchard. Oh, I think there's a thunderstorm coming <laughs> in my pants. Yeah, that's the thing. Wanna. Let's talk about the book. Book dump. All right, so we do also have a book dump. That's our no- next uh, thing we got going on. Um, It's a pretty – it's like – I think this is a well-recommended book. Like Yeah, it's very books. popular. I think it came out in 99 or 95. Um, We're talking about The Alchemist. Um, My, Mine looks cooler. Yeah, that's the one that people usually have. Is 25th anniversary edition. Mm-hmm. I have plus. Oh, so it's in interviews. It must more. be 95 then. 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 26, probably 27 years ago. Yeah. But yeah. um, Ridiculous book. Really cool book. Um, It's basically... General summary, uh, there's a young boy who is a shepherd, and he takes care of his sheep, and 
Um, I forget where his origin is. It's like and- Andalusia. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, but then he like he has a uh, aspirations to travel, mm. and so he starts his journey. Um, yeah, pretty much to learn like the way of the world. Yeah, all along the story in his travels, he like learns a bunch of life lessons. Basically, um, I tried to like underline. I kind of wish it was more. Um, what's the word? I wish it was less direct with the life lessons. I wish like he kind of learned experientially, mm. and they weren't like laid out mm. so specifically. Mm. Um. Because he definitely learned them. Every single person he met was like, taught him a lesson pretty much. Yeah. But then like at the end of it, they would be like, this is the lesson he learns, kind of. Mm. Um, like one of these is like, if if you start out by promising what you don't even have yet, you'll lose your desire to work toward getting it. Mm-hmm. Um, so like sort of a lesson, sort of like explicitly written out in the book Mm -hmm. but i mean a lot of the lessons were cool and i think there are value they're like have value to them yeah um but yeah he travels he meets a bunch of different interesting characters uh he kind of like finds his way through like in the beginning he he talks he goes and has his like palm read or oh no no, he has his dreams interpreted Mm mm-hmm and he had a dream. I forget what the specific dream was, but the the fortune teller. He's dreaming of treasure. Was he? I think it was like more of like a abstract dream, where like. Um. But the so the fortune teller tells him that like there is a treasure that. Um. He should go to it. Yeah, and it's. By the pyramids in Egypt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he lives in the Mediterranean. Yeah. And, like, before that, he meets a girl, and he, like, falls in love with the girl at first sight. and uh, Which is, like, the thing that I love, like, about it is that, like, he's being told that there's a treasure, and he should go after it. But he already has plans to just stay a shepherd and to try and get uh, the cute girl in his neighborhood to just date him. And he can just live as a shepherd forever. And she's trying to push him out. And that it really applies like you people generally how they just want to chill and wait to go after their dream or he wants to travel yeah. his dreams of traveling mm-hmm. and then she's like oh well there's a treasure that is in egypt you should travel to it yeah and he's like and eh, like i kind of just want to be a shepherd and then like travel like after i get my life together right um so yeah the, the dream I underlined this. And dreams are the language of God. When he speaks in our language, I can interpret what he has said. But if he speaks in the language of the soul, it is only you who can understand. I thought that was cool. Mm. Um, But he says he's had the same dream twice. I dreamed that I was in a field with my sheep when a child appeared and began to play with the animals. 
I don't like people to do that because sheep are afraid of strangers, but children always seem to be able to play with them without frightening them. I don't know why. I don't know how animals know the age of human beings. Uh, The child went on playing with my sheep for quite a while, and suddenly the child took me by both hands and transported me to the Egyptian pyramids. Um... The child said to me, if you come here, you will find a hidden treasure. Uh. Huh. So, yeah, then he, like, basically followed his dream. Mm-hmm. And they talk about, like, the personal legend that he meets the male cheesy dick. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Who was, like, the old king. It was just, like, an obscure king that he ran into, like, in the middle of the desert. And he... I think he had, like, a bunch of rags on, but, like, under the rags were, like, this this crazy armor, and he, Thurm- like... Thurman and Thurman. Yeah. The two stones, these two U- Uma stones... Uma Thurman. The two stones that he ends up receiving from Melchizy. It I don't Is it actually? It's Mel- something really close. Dick. It's something so close. It's, like, Melchizedek yeah. or something. Melchizedek. But I like saying Melchizedek more. Um. Yeah, so... He ends up getting these stones to help him on his journey. And he's told, he tells the boy, like, hey, like, when you go, I want to, I want your sheep. Yeah. Or he, like wanted, a, he wanted, like, a, t- or no, no, he said uh, he wants a tenth of the treasure. No, no, no. The, the, oh, the, the fortune teller. Wants yeah, a tenth. That. Yeah. And the king wants, wanted, like, a tenth of his sheep. Yeah. yeah. So he ends up selling all his sheep before he goes to make money. Um, mm. And that kind of ties into what I just said, sort of like if you were promising what you are like don't have yet. Exactly. I think that's why he brought it up. But uh, it is why he brought it up. Like that's another lesson, though. That, like, yeah. Because the palm reader or the dream interpreter was telling him like, "Hey, you should go because like you need to follow your dreams and that like, yeah. dreams are powerful." And then Melchizedek was like your dreams become your personal legend. Yeah. And now like your life is to fulfill your personal legend and how like right. most people don't fulfill their personal legend, um, which is super accurate. Like I just as applicable for like us normal people. So, yeah, there was a, I'm just going to pull a bunch of quotes cause I it's hard, like hard to pull everything out in yeah. uh but like you just said it's the possibility of having a dream come true that makes life interesting mm. um yeah. i thought that was cool that is really cool um this was a when someone sees the same people every day as had happened with him at the seminary they wind up being becoming a part of that person's life and when they want the person to change and then they want the person to change. If someone isn't what others want them to be, the others become angry. Everyone seems to have a clear idea of how other people should lead their lives, but none about his or her own. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like that quote, too. Uh, what's the world's greatest lie? It's this, that at a certain point in our lives, we lose control of what's happening to us, and our lives become controlled by fate. That's the world's greatest lie. Mm-hmm. Which is like, it is a lie. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of, yeah, Melchizedek. 
or Melchizedek. Melchizedek, dude. It's supposed to be an act. He like was an actual king. Yeah, they don't like. They don't fully elaborate on him, but like yeah. I was also kind of thinking like, because they mentioned that he like becomes things, and also at the end of the story, uh, the main character like becomes the wind. That's how he like gets out of this situation. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. But like he, they're basically about to get robbed or lose all their money or get, be killed. And the the alchemist tells the like chieftains or whatever that we're going to kill them. Like, oh, this boy is an alchemist and he can he has the power to like become the wind or something. And then uh, he ends up, he has this like weird dialogue in his head where he's like talking to the wind. He's like, let me become you so that I can get out of this situation. And then like the wind's like, oh, sorry, that's not my, you got to talk to no, upper dude. management. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, you got to talk to the sun because the sun, like, it's like a, I guess this must have been a heliocentric period mm-hmm. where they like people worship the sun. Um and then he has a dialogue with the sun, and the sun is like, whoa, that's also out of my wheelhouse. Like, uh, And then he ends up talking with, I think it's like, because they have a recurring theme, too, talking about like what's already written. Yeah, or like that's it's, everywhere. It's written. It's written, yeah. Maktub? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let me try to find it. Um... So it's pretty much that, like, you don't have to, like, people think that they have to do something or, like, be a certain way to get what they think they deserve or what they want. But the main thing that has been put in this story was it's written. Like, it's already yours. Like, you already, you are already enough. Yeah. Um... The Wind. It is a great book. I really loved it. Yeah, it's a really good book, even for you to just read to gain some perspective. I think there's a lot of, and there's a lot of characters that uh, you can look at and be like, "Dang, that's me." Like, yeah, I like that. Like, so the final thing was speak. The the son said to speak to the hand that wrote all. So it's. Talking about like it was already written and that stuff. Um, but yeah, I was also thinking like maybe Mel Cheesy Dick is the alchemist. Yeah, that's what I, one of the thoughts that I had when he was like introduced. Mm. Um, but a lot of like just interesting life lessons about kind of finding yourself, finding your purpose. Because mm-hmm. um, I want to talk about. To, to even go on that, is I want to talk about my favorite character, which was the shopkeep. Yeah, that with that the, saga was interesting. Yeah, because it was the guy pretty much. So the boy this is right after he gets robbed. He's broke. He goes to a fine china shop and is like, "Hey, like, I'll clean this china, and if someone comes in and buys some, like, you have to bring me out to eat." So people do come. They buy their the fine china. 
And the guy's like, who owns a shop? It's like, hey, I don't want to change anything. I've been doing things the way that I've been doing them for 20 years. I don't get much business anymore because nobody wants to come to the top of the hill uh, to buy my china. Nobody wants to walk to the top of the hill. Like, that's fine. Like, I'll just live my life how I'm living it Yeah. with, like, my dirty china. So the boy ends up bringing, like, some new light into this guy's life because he's just like, hey, you could be doing it like this. Like, how about we do this? Like, you give me a commission, like, whatever. And uh, the business had some success, and the boy asked him, like, hey, like, why don't you want to leave from here? Like, I have a personal dream, and I have a personal legend that I want to succeed in. Why do you want to stay here and just own this shop and not really go anywhere? And the guy's like, oh, I did have a dream. I wanted to go to Mecca, but... I only wanted to go after I got my China shop up and running. And then once I had enough money to do that, I would go. It's like, oh, once I felt mentally well enough to go, I would go. Like, and the thing is, is he ends up working at the shop for 20 years and never going to Mecca. And he's like, and the boy asked him, like, why don't you want to go to Mecca? And he's like, I've seen so many people go. Like, the only thing that really keeps me going is my dream of going to Mecca. Yeah. If I actually went, then I wouldn't have my personal dream. Right. And it's so backwards and so accurate where like so many people will sabotage themselves on the way to achieving Mm -hmm. the thing that they want to achieve or to get to that dream um, and be the only person standing in the way of it. So like, that's why he was my, that's why that guy's my favorite character. He's just, yeah. In that part, the crystal merchant says, Every blessing ignored becomes a curse. Yeah, I remember that's that's one of my favorite ones in the that's a that's crazy. And then every he, blessing given every blessing ignored becomes yeah. a curse. And then he continues saying I don't want anything else in life, but you are forcing me to look at wealth and horizons I have never known. Now that I've seen them and now that I see how immense my possibilities are I'm going to feel worse than I did before you arrived because I know the things I should be able to accomplish but I don't want to do so so he does kind of have like a realization like on that topic of like oh like I want this thing but like once I have it I know that it won't I won't have that drive Uh, but it is backwards it's sad that's a lot of that's that's a lot of people Mm-hmm. A lot of people I like an interesting thing is uh that upon some reflection I've done is like a lot of people have a fear of failure. Yeah. But a lot of people fear success too. Because mm-hmm. they're like, Oh well like what if I fuck it all up once I get that success? Or like what if I like it doesn't provide me with the fulfillment that I think it's going to mm-hmm. or what if I'm just going to be like, once I do that, like I, I won't have anything to do. Like, um, but it's like, a, well, all fears are stupid, but they are like rational and like we do need them because we all have like survival instincts and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a weird thing to fear success like I was like wow do I actually fear success and I was like at that point in my life I was like yeah I do uh because I did have like a fear of like oh like if I get all this shit 
it's gonna feel like I'm on top of this mountain, but like I have like a bunch of shit under me that I, I got all just like fuck it up. Um, but it's an interesting like the fears that we create with the human condition and like society as it is. Like we can. I was reading another book last night. It talks about the survival instinct and like that's how kind of root like our fears are rooted. Mm-hmm. Um, but like now that we don't, we don't. Uh, I mean, a lot of us don't have like a fear of like, oh, like, what if I starve tonight, or what if I don't have a place to sleep tonight? Yeah. All that survival shit. But like then like we're kind of like in this comfort zone and we kind of just create our own uh fears that like don't really exist or like they're just like you in have our to create head. your own like those things may not be like you may not have the old fight or flight where you do have to worry about those things yeah but you create them in new ways right like then they perceive as like and anxiety. they could be super complex because like yeah. we this all this shit's new to us yeah uh we're not supposed to be doing this yeah right? all the things we're doing is not what we were originally designed to do right when we were born we weren't like okay i gotta do this podcast <laughs> yeah like we weren't programmed with like all the things that that entails and uh so that leaves us to like just in our own minds to be like oh what if this happens what if this happens like Mm -hmm. and then fears uh culminate from that Mm -hmm. um this other quote i see the world in terms of what i would like to see happen not what actually does i thought that was interesting too that's definitely good we mean you want people to think like that too but that can that can fuck you up too because like you can like start this narrative in your head and like start reading into things that might not actually be what happened Mm. you know what i mean be like oh like uh i don't know what a good example would be yeah because i have someone some an instance that i think would be the opposite where like it would be a good thing to think S- to think of the world how it should be yeah like you can't be somebody who's going to change the world if you're if you're someone who just accepts the world for the way that it is yeah but i i think you need to come you can accept like i think you should definitely have acceptance but you should have like a healthy balance of like and that kind of comes down to just being present and uh, experiencing life as it is. Mm. But if you're like caught up like wanting, because if you want something that's like not happening and then like you'll be, you'll take like little things and be like, oh, that means that it actually is happening, but it might not actually be happening. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't know. Life's complex. It's complex. What's your personal legend? <laughs> My personal legend? I just want to buy a bunch of sheep and fucking chill. Uh, <laughs> I want... My personal legend is... Is... 
personal independence <laughs> from like I don't want to have to like rely on all these like corporations and entities to make my life go round. Yeah, I do like like because I like capitalism the way that like I can't go buy something and just go get all this crap whenever I want. But what I don't like is how like all the other issues that have come up with it where like it comes into our politics and there's certain items that people want you to buy because policies dictate that those things are better for our economy. Yeah. Like gas products. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of things like that. Um, I'm just going to read all the shit I have underlined basically. Um, when someone makes a decision, he is really diving into a strong current that will carry him to places he had never dreamed of when he first made the decision. Thought that was cool. Yeah, before you move on from that one, yeah. that's dope. Because it, it that happened in the middle of the book. But it is personified through the way that the boy goes about his journey. Where he didn't go out to seek all this information and knowledge. Like, mm-hmm. he didn't seek out to turn into the wind. Like, that's not what he was looking for. Right. When he started his journey. And Yeah, right after it says, it's like, when I decided to seek out my treasure, I never imagined that I'd wind up working in a crystal shop. Mm-hmm. Um, and doing all those things. So, like, even just traveling and the journey ends up cr- be, like being more important than the destination. Mm. The closer one gets re- to realizing his personal legend, the more that personal legend becomes his true reason for being. This book is great. Yeah, that's why it's always so highly recommended. Sometimes after reading things like this, this is like the second or third time reading this one. And now I'm like, ah, this is a book that I probably should just have around. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I have a few paragraphs uh, with that symbol. You know that symbol? Uh, I always like doing that symbol. It's like a bird almost. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Why don't people's hearts tell them to continue to follow their dreams? The boy asked the alchemist. Because that would... That's what makes a heart suffer most, and hearts don't like to suffer. Um, that's kind of like gets back to fear, fear of success, kind of. Um, the boy asks, like, uh, I guess there's like one thing that he needs to know, and uh, the alchemist says that. What you still need to know is this. Before a dream is realized, the soul of the world tests everything that was learned along the way. It does this not because it is evil, but so that we can, in in addition to realizing our dreams, master the lessons we've learned as we move toward that dream. That's the point at which most people give up. It's the point at which, as we say in the language of the desert, one dies of thirst just when the palm trees have appeared on the horizon. Every search begins with beginner's luck, and every search ends with the victors being severely tested. 
but that's like a that's a pretty good summary of like the whole lesson of the book. Mm. Um, that like, well, I'm thinking about like nothing worth having comes easy, uh, and like it's good to challenge yourself. I want to say, too, with that quote, I want to give ourselves a pat on the back just for bidding to this point for, like, how many episodes that we have at this point and how long we've been doing it, so. 91. Mm-hmm. Coming up on 100. Yep. In a few, two months. Um, but, yeah, I really like that part. A lot of, like, I don't know, good ways to, like, it's a good perspective on just how to navigate life and navigate, like, hard times in life and kind of just follow yourself. And follow that dream that you have. Like, even the the thing about it, too, is that, like, you may not get to where you want to get or you may not strive for it forever. But even going out and trying it is worth a lot. Yeah. And like just the things that you learn on the way to going after that dream is worth a lot. Like it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. Um, Yeah. Uh, Don't give in to your fears, said the alchemist in a strangely gentle voice if you do you won't be able to talk to your heart um this is like when uh he tells him he needs to turn into the wind and then the alchemist says if a person is living out his personal legends he knows everything he needs to know there is only one thing that makes a dream impossible to achieve the fear of failure um there's gotta be <laughs> I underlined one funny I just thought it was funny to underline this but I don't understand what you're talking about the desert said that's what alchemists do they show that when we strive to become better than we are everything around us becomes better too I think there's definitely some realness to that. Um, I'm sure there's some shit at the end that I was like, damn. Maybe uh, not, though. Drop. I might have just... No, I didn't. That was it. I mean, I skipped over some shit, but... Don't forget that everything you deal with is only one thing and nothing else. I like that idea of like everything's kind of unified mm-hmm. and the universe is all just one thing and um <coughs> he had chose he had to choose between something he had become accustomed to and something he wanted to have this was talking about the merchant's daughter um 
for her, every day was the same, and when each day is the same as the next, it's because people fail to recognize the good things that happen in their lives every day that the sun rises. Yeah. Um. This is the best book we've read so far. What was the last one we did? The Four Agreements. Oh, yeah. I really like that one, too. The Four Agreements. I'll just this say that because this was my recommendation. <laughs> like, this is the best. This one's cool because it's like a story. Mm. Um, but it's definitely crazy. great value to both of them. It is. This is number two for the books. Book dump. We should get to no pun three. intended. Yeah. Literally, mm, no the pun number intended. two book dump. That's true. Uh, yeah, I don't know what will be next, but like we got that one. Yeah. I might do, I don't know, I'm rereading. I read a book last month, and I'm rereading it now. What's it called? The Untethered Soul. Okay. So maybe we'll do that one. Maybe not. Yeah, maybe. I'll figure it out. Would we read a um, graphic novel on here? I'll be down, yeah. I'm going to bring, I'm going to Maine tomorrow. I'm gonna bring uh, Vinland Saga. Uh, I do have Invincible. Yeah, but you need the first one. I can get it back. I'm about to look in the cookbook to make something sweet. Like what? I don't know yet. We'll see. Bread pudding? Mm, no. You ever had? You're gonna uh, make it. You're gonna make it now. No. And then it's gonna be all gone by the time I get back. <laughs> yeah. You ever had a banana bread pudding? I plan on having it soon. I think I have. Or no, it's just like vanilla wafers on top of vanilla ice cream. Banana. Banana. Oh, fuck. I know what you're talking about. It's like, it's bread. It's like. It's like just a banana pudding, I think. Yeah, but you have like the vanilla wafers on it. Yeah. That makes a huge difference. Mm Mm-hmm. I just found out about a restaurant that has banana bread pudding though, and I'm going there. It's crazy that Banners only had that. They don't have that no more. So whack. That, that was, was the best so shit. Elite. It was like cinnamon roll bread pudding. It That's what it was with like really good ice chocolate cream. ice cream. Yeah, it was elite. It was elite. And they took the they got rid of the lobster tacos at Pink Taco, and they got rid of Taco Tuesday at Met Bar, and fucking COVID ruined all the food. Yep, everything good. Everything good is gone. It's whack. Mm-hmm. I mean, have we checked banners recently? I went uh, during the end of last season. End of what? Last basketball season. Last so basketball ago. season. Uh, I'll check soon. One more time. All right. Well, that wraps up our book dump. Mm-hmm. Um, we, um... Yeah, book dump. We're all good. I had one more thing. What's the thing I was going to talk about? I got a piece so bad. Do they not even... They don't have the bacon anymore? No, they must have the bacon. I'm not seeing the bacon, bro. Yo. Is it... Oh, they have sticky toffee pudding. Is it safe for me to tell the stories of the things that I saw at Banners? Mm. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
but y'all just know things went down. That <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> things that like I was like, yo, this is going down in here. Because <laughs> I'm not that type of dude to be doing all that like crazy stuff like that you that you yeah. can imagine to see in a restaurant. I mean, it happens everywhere. But I think that was like because it just opened and like and people wild. were wilding, so it was like the wild west. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but all right, little rap. Yep, little rap. Wrap it up. It's a rap. Don't forget to all wrap right. it up, y'all. Actually, I'm I'm a hypocrite for that. Yeah, you're. That, that's why. <laughs> fucking, what the fuck are you talking about? Talk mad shit about wrapping it up, bro. You're like, what? Wrapping it up, bro? <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. Uh, like, it's probably the smartest thing that nah, I do. Weak. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. <laughs> <laughs> but all right. Thanks for listening, guys. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us uh, at DTMS underscore podcast. Yeah. I think the TikTok is DTMS pod. Yeah. And think. always Francisco. Maybe we should just get like, you know what we're going to get? We're just going to write down all the things and then we're just going to read it at the end. What do you mean? Just like a uh, a teleprompter? Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We should. So, yeah. Follow at us at uh, DTMS pod because that's going to be the one. Yeah. And we'll probably have a link for everything there eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, thanks for watching or listening. Yep. All right. Peace.